Blog Talk Radio. <clears throat> You're a deep thinker in these issues. Where are we in the United States of America? Greetings, greetings, family. Uh, this is Mama Seven, and I'm about to pull on Mama Makita, and this is Big Mama's house. So uh, I love the intro. We're going to pause on just a second. We look at things from um, a mature woman's point of view. And as a, a counselor and a nurturer and builder, and so I'm so glad to be here, just like we were last month. Let me see, did I get my sister? Greetings, sister. Welcome to the show. Love and light, family. How are you, my dear? <laughs> um, I'm, after running all over the United States of America, um, I'm doing okay. You know what I'm saying? I. I don't know what's wrong with me, this travel bug I got. I always got to be on the highway, but I'm glad to be doing this show from the comfort of my home. Um, and this is the perfect show to do from the comfort of your home, this big mama's house. So, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I am grand. I am grand. Wonderful, wonderful Amen. topic. <laughs> Looking forward to hey. it. Hey, <laughs> you know, this. Again, you know, I'm I'm telling you, I'm hipping you and I'm warning you. This is Big Mama's house, okay? I'm trying to let you know right now what we do, okay? Um, <laughs> and, and, and guess what? It's a community. We Panthers now. Change. We Panthers. We get our work in. We're both very active community activists. We got all kinds of things going on with mothers. Uh, we're women, we're, we're wives, we're, we're all of these wonderful things. Uh, but every now and again, we have to clarify things from that perspective, okay? I need you to know what's going on, you know? So, like, back in the day, you know, the big mama of the house, of the neighborhood, of the community, she didn't mind sitting you right down and having a conversation with you. She wasn't going to let you get too far out of out of whack before she spoke to you. You know, you may have thought you got away with it the first time or the second time, but eventually the conversation's coming. So that's that's what we do here. This is this is the conversation, and it's been coming. <laughs> yeah. You know, we yeah. gotta we gotta be honest with you now. We gotta be honest. <laughs> I'm not going to giggle too hard. I'll, I'll wait until we go crunch, but for right now. <laughs> uh, look, we have a good time on this show. <laughs> this, this is the People's Black Panther Party Radio. Um, I am your host, Big Mama 7, and I don't have a co-host. We have two hosts. Uh, the second host is Big Mama Makita, okay, just for clarification as, like, who we're dealing with, who we're speaking to. Um, and we had to have this show about decency and order. And so as we're working together, we're like, okay, all right, what are we building on? How are we going to present this to the people? Because I got to talk about it. I got to get this thing in place. Mm-hmm. So what? how are we going to present it? And Mama Makita had the perfect segue decency in order. And I said, well, there you go. So, so Mama Makita, would you mind just giving us a little bit more information on decency in order? 
What what does that mean? Can you clarify a little bit for us? Okay, so whether you, uh, regardless of your religious tongue, um, the reality is some of us go back to the Bible for a variety of reasons. King James Version, first chapter, um, first verse, excuse me, first Corinthians, chapter fourteen forty. It says, "Let all things be done decently and in order." Okay, okay. Whew. Mm-hmm. gotta take a deep breath after I- that. Because decency and order can be in your relationship, it can be in parenting, it can be in the classroom, it can be in the workplace, okay? It can be in the organization, any organization that you're a member of. Things need to be done in decency in order to be respectful of those who laid the foundation for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dealing with organization, but when we mm-hmm. start getting into other topics, all these different topics affect our ability to actively be involved in the movement. That's so right. if things are not being done decently at home, how can I expect for you yes. to be doing stuff decently in the party? If yes. you're not functioning decently in your business. How can I expect expect you to function decently when it comes to effective parenting? Yes. So there are different things that we need to look at. It's not saying mm-hmm. you can't make any mistakes, but if there is a format there that other people have already sacrificed, they've already laid the foundation. I'll use us for an example. We have mm-hmm. class. <laughs> There's no walking in and, oh, let me jump on the radio. It's not, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> no. We have a class. It's not supposed we have orientation. No. We, we have, have assignments. Yes. Uh, yes. Listen. Homework. We, we have, have class. Don't, don't get Chief War started, okay? We have no. homework. Listen. We have, you don't just jump up off the street and do and say, and, and get to be in the same category. See, my thing is, you know, so last week we were speaking about does the king live up to his crown? We were talking about the titles, the titles of mm-hmm. king, the titles of this. We were talking about that. And, you know, is it important that a person live up to this title before they're given this uh, this crown? I believe yes. Don't. So I was like, look, don't call me no queen if you don't know that me to be a queen. And if you don't know me to be your queen. You can save all that. I don't want that title from you because I don't want the responsibilities. I'm fully aware of what that title means along with the responsibilities, and I'm not going to accept that from you. So I had, mm-hmm. so we were talking about this title stuff. This goes right into order. When you are in order, you're not going to be jumping through titles and jumping through you know, allowances and expectations and everything else like that, you're going to go through the order that's already been set up. Exactly. 100%. And it cuts down with confusion. And you have those that have made the sacrifices, that have, they've done everything. They've done the homework. They've attended the meetings. They've helped to recruit other people. They've done everything that they're supposed to do. And how can we expect for them to continue to be awesome, continue to positively contribute 
to the foundation that's already set there if we're sitting here skipping steps when it's convenient. Yes. Yes. You know? And in a relationship, skipping step, especially when we have so much going on right now and we have so many blended families, as clinicians, yes. we know the importance of counseling, <laughs> especially when you have minor children, so that you can blend the families and be respectful, be respectful and create new traditions and all that kind of good stuff. So yes. in a situation mm-hmm. like that, am I going to jump into marriage? Without doing some mm-hmm. background work, without doing some shadow work, without doing some counseling, without talking to the elders, you have people that do it all the time, but then you run into these major issues because it wasn't yep. done in decency and in order. Yep. Yep. And, and, and let me tell you, one of the reasons why this is so difficult, and, you know, we do all types of counseling, you and I, and um, Thursday night I was doing some marriage counseling, which is always a little hard for me. I'm always like, ugh. And so as I'm doing this marriage counseling, um, the brother says very frankly, I don't know why I have to do all this. People wake up and get married all the time. Why do I have to go through these extra steps of decency and order? And... um me in my most ther- therapeutic uh, patient voice because I wasn't feeling patient. I wasn't feeling therapeutic. Um, I had to explain that, you know, before you take any big steps, you should make sure things are in order. You don't want to jump. You know, people do that all the time, and this is why our divorce rate is almost 50%. And this is why african American women and men are um, lagging behind in number marriages and everything else like that because we are not doing things as they should be done in decency and order. We're rushing them. We're rushing them. Or we are dismissing the importance of the very foundations that we've laid out. Now, that part I don't understand. I don't understand how you say something's important and then turn around and say, oh, but I'm going to skip it. I know it's important. I know it's a big deal, but I'm just not going to do it. I don't understand that. Have never understood that. Until there's a problem and they blow it blows up, and then you're sitting in our office yeah. trying to fix right. it. Right. And even right, when you're right. in our office later trying to fix it or wanting it. Yeah. Let me think up. A lot of times it's just one party that's trying to fix it. Yeah. And then yeah. we have to yeah. let's drag the other party in because it, it takes yeah. two. <laughs> you know, yeah. the situation that and, and that's person. what I was doing. I was dragging, and I could yes. feel it. Yeah. I could feel that I was dragging. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think, you know, I want to ask you, I think a big part of the reason why decency and order is not in place is because we don't see the value in it. You know, it's like, uh, you want me to, you know, you want me to, to, to bathe? Why? I don't think. And I'm like, no, son, it's just a good habit to be in bathing regularly, like every day. You know, so when people have a hard time doing something decent, they have a hard time doing something um, in order, I find, like, they don't know the value. You know, that 
They they just want they think either they already have the value or the value doesn't demand the work that's set up. So I mean, do they really understand it then? Because I no, I don't think so. I value my Mm -hmm. time. I value my energy. I value the things that I'm able to do for other people. So if you're coming along trying to drain my energy, I can't do it on that level. No, mm-hmm. I'm going to go over here where it's productive. I'm not going right. to in the midst of pieces that is draining on me physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. Right. We have choices, right. <laughs> you know. So, and that's because I do value the things that I do. Because guess what? If I'm over here, you don't drain me. I have... A tiny human over here, a dad, a mom, who really does, they really do need my help over here. But I can't give it to them right. because I just let you <laughs> drain me right. completely. Now, I have a responsibility yeah. to give him around that and go and put my energy over here where it is appreciated. And that's because I value who I am. Yeah. So when yeah. you understand that, you value who you are, you understand the importance of if I have to do this differently because of my previous understanding didn't go the way that I went. I did some stuff out of order. He did some stuff out of order. Uh, I know what I want in the future. I need to find someone that's equally yoked. Da, 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 da. When you know those things, you put yourself in those type of situations to find and attract that same type of energy. I won't Absolutely. say fine, just attract. Because I understand the Absolutely. importance of taking care of me, my self care, my self love, and all that kind of good stuff. So. That way, whoever I choose to have in that space, they're going to complement what I already have going on, and vice versa. Right. Right. Some people feel it's not a real relationship. It's not this, it's not that, unless you have to struggle. You you shouldn't Mm. have to struggle like that. And if you're doing Mm. stuff in decency and order, you might be uncomfortable because it's new, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be a struggle. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the I know. Yes, I know. We mm-hmm. were talk- We did a radio program that was hot, hot, super hot. Um, all the men folk joined in and everything. And one of the reasons why it was so hot, we were talking about, you know, kings and kingdom and what do you want and you know what women want, what men want. And I know one of the big things that kept coming up was. Uh, and honesty. Those were like the big, big ones that kept coming up. And, um, you know, so when you were talking about decency, everyone's interpretation of decent is not the same. And, you know, if we can just take a second to talk about what is decency, you know, because someone may think, hey, you know, I, I know quite a few brothers in a struggle you know, I work with a lot of brothers, and, um, you know, brothers are telling me, quick, look, she she should have researched and found out I was crazy. I said, wait a minute now. <laughs> wait a minute, brother. You want her to research, you know, and find out that you crazy. Why, why don't you just say that you're a little off, and, and we can work past that. But, you know, um, a lot of times, you know, the brothers will say, I said that in the beginning. I told her I wasn't ready for a relationship or and or I told her that this is how it would have to be, and she said, I ain't, 
And then now, now that she's caught feelings, it's a different story. I've heard this. And I believe it. I, be, I believe the men folk, um, some of them have been honest about their shortcomings. And um, sometimes us, us women aren't listening, you know. And so then we're like, hey, hey, you're out of order. And and the brother would be like, well, look, I've, I've been out of order. I said I was. I said I was out of order. I know I'm out of order, you know. And so, so what about those situations where there's been communication, but there hasn't been no effort to change the order? You know, there hasn't been any effort to make them decent. They they're still kind of sitting back comfortably in their disorder. Then the other party has a choice. Mm-hmm. You have a choice engage in that open communication. You have a choice in attempting to move forward and being a little bit better today than you were yesterday. You have a choice to leave it mm-hmm. alone if it's unhealthy for you, if it is now turned into a toxic situation. And I've seen yeah. it on both sides. Yeah, I've seen some females that were completely out of order, and I'm like, oh. and I've seen that while servicing heterosexual community, the heterosexual community, and the all the LGBTQIQ and all that other kind of good stuff, you know. Yeah. This is why sometimes people jump the fence because of a bad situation, but then you find the same thing over there because abuse is about yeah. control. It's not about yeah. orientation. Yeah. So that same type of energy is yeah. still attracted to you until you start working on certain things within and building, um, building your self-esteem and all that kind of good stuff up, building your value system up, valuing yourself, Ooh. you're still going to run into those same situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely now, you just said some words. Yeah, Look, you just said some words. Uh, hold on. I, I got to jump. You just said some words. And part of the words mm-hmm. that you just said, um, valuing yourself, self-esteem, this this is like the tattletale heart right here, okay? This is the thing that gets us most in trouble is our self-esteem. Because I sit back sometimes and I'm like, why did you do that? You know, and I say that men, women, I've said it to myself. Girl, what was you thinking? And so as we're going through and as we're trying to understand, and it doesn't make sense here and it doesn't make sense there, I gotta go with that self esteem challenge. I gotta be, I gotta mm-hmm. ask myself, and the person that I'm asking, wait a minute, how much do you love yourself? Because if you really love yourself like you should, um, I question how this came about. You know what I'm saying? How how did your spirit co-sign on this? How did that happen? How did your spirit, your person, co-sign on that? And, and really, it's a real question for me because I'm like, how did this happen so that we know how to make sure it don't happen again no more? So it's like I'm always <laughs> trying to find out how do we how do we stop this? How do we create decency and order? Mm-hmm. But when it comes to um, self-esteem issues, especially you, you started off by saying you asked yourself. You had to ask yourself. And being able to identify that this is an issue within, I, 
just being able to identify that I do not like how this situation or this conversation, this this communication is making me feel. That's okay. the first step. Once you're able mm. to get there, then you can be like, okay, now that I'm here, let me go ahead and try to process why is it, does it remind me of a past situation that went bad? Is is this the beginning of something worse? Then you can start to process all those little things and then work on ways to make sure that this doesn't happen again. You can start mm-hmm. to be preventing in this situation. Like, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. let's look at it from an organizational perspective. I've been a part of various organizations within the community, um, and I love it because I love what I do. Amen. However, mm-hmm. I've been a part of some organizations that was out of order. You know, right. things are not being done in order. So it's like, okay, then we need to introduce this structure and let's vote on this to make sure this is how we're going to do it from this point forward. So the misunderstanding that we had over here that pushed people away, we don't have to worry about that happening again. And right. it wasn't easy a situation, but once it was in place, everyone understood coming in. Oh, I can't just walk through the door, grab the mic, and do what I want. Right. I have to come. Right. To I can't come with I have my to own agenda. It, and exactly. that's what was happening. That that's what was mm-hmm. happening, and that independent agenda had caused so much confusion. But we can mm-hmm. take that back to the whole Willie Lynch mentality, the whole divide and conquer type of thing. It, it was being mm-hmm. done, and until people got pulled to it, pulled on it, and called to the carpet, and like, listen. You know, A, B, C, yeah. and Z, this is our order. Or even if it did happen, why didn't those people who did everything in accordance to what we established have that opportunity first? Mm-hmm. And then the next person, mm-hmm. so forth and so forth. Um, mm-hmm. That's only fair. That's part of doing things mm-hmm. decently and doing it in order. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we're not saying it's perfect. But if the foundation is there, then the foundation is there. I don't have to reinvent the wheel on certain situations. Right. You know, I don't and, have and to. And see, I think that's what it is. You know, we we want to recreate this and recreate that. All that's not necessary. Find a good program. Find a good solution and run with it. We don't have to keep recreating this. You know, what? there should be a policy in place saying if if A equals B and then it's gonna equal C, period. All day, every day, doesn't matter who adds who adds it up. So we have to get to that point to where things are in order. Because when uh-huh. it's not, what happens is there is an overwhelming feeling of disrespect. And once someone has been disrespected, it's almost impossible for them to come back from that. And and, and that's why we have to fight so hard not to do, okay? Don't disrespect each other. Don't disrespect uh-huh. each other, please. You know, because what happens is that disrespect, it doesn't go away. It might hide for a little bit, you know. <laughs> it'll hide, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll play games and make you think, Oh, it's not really there. Oh, it's not really important. Uh-uh. Once that disrespect has occurred, there is not a moving forward. You know, we, we mm-hmm. it just gets stale, you know, and, and we have to be cautious of that 
We don't want to disrespect people. Also, you know, um, and without that, that rest in place. Okay, go ahead, sister, please. I was just um, going to add to that. It's okay to di- agree to disagree. We don't agree on Absolutely. that. We do have enough no. respect for each other, each other's opinion to hear each other out and then find a solution yes. that we both yes. can work towards. And um, yep. it's beneficial for everyone, regardless of yes. what you're discussing. Like we stated earlier, if it's in your relationship, if it's dealing with parenting and co-parenting, if it's with your yes. business, if it's in your place of employment, if it's within whatever organizations you're a part of, agree to disagree. We're not going to agree on everything, you know. We're just not. And it's okay. It's not the end of the world. But at the same time, if the common goal is for us to get to the store safely, right. then we need to get to the store right. safely. Yes, yes, yes. And, and that's mm-hmm. real. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes <laughs> sometimes you just got to break it down to to the, the least common factor here. We got to get to the store, okay? This, this is our goal. This is what we set out. When we left the house, we said we got to get to the store. Now what? You know, how do we do that? What's the best way for all parties to arrive? And so this this decency and order, dear sister, can you tell me, See, the problem with decency and order is that not everyone is on the same page. And that's how I find things get out of out of order quickly. Because, you know, this little lie here, that little lie there, now the order is off. And or someone wasn't communicated what the order is. So can you – how do we recover after after the dishonesty? Because this, I'm I'm stuck there. I'm I'm really stuck there. I'm having a hard time moving past because my trust is gone, my energy is gone, my my desire to continue is gone. It's gone because I don't see any order coming about. Okay, so you we know, have to so, instead of just focusing on order, we need to focus on the passion. What drove okay. you to start off with? We'll use. I'm just going to mm-hmm. use the group. Okay, what made you become a part mm-hmm. of the group? Mm-hmm. Let's find it. Mm-hmm. If you forgot, then we have to find a way to remind you. Okay, there are some things that go go on at this place of employment that um, I I could care less how you feel about me, me personally. Right, because I'm the queen about what you say. That, that's just what it is. However, if you mess mm-hmm. with my client, you will see a different side of me in four seconds right. or less. Why? Because they can't defend themselves, but I can definitely defend them, and that's what I do. Right. So in situations like that, I have to remind myself of those people who came in and felt that they were, like, below the dirt. And I watched them grow and bloom. I use those people to motivate me to get through the foolishness. And sometimes mm-hmm. we have to do that. We have to look at those things that bring the big cheese smile to my face that makes me giggle when I think about this person because I remember how you came in here and it was nothing but a hot mess and I had to flow the water myself down when we were done. And to watch <laughs> them now in such a stronger 
position is just a beautiful thing, so it makes me smile. I've had clients look uh-huh. at me and like, okay, so why are you looking like that with the big cheese? Because if you could only see what I see, you would right. understand why. Right. And I want to tell you thank you because you are going to motivate me to deal with this other stuff over here that I may not want to deal with today. But if it's a possibility right. that this person will bloom like you, then I'm going to stay in it and I'm going to do my part. But that's, a, that's what I have to do. I have to go back to the passion, to the reasons why I'm doing it. And then I have to have those meetings I may not want to have. I, I have to have those conversations. I don't want to say we're ignorant people, but I would say people that are not trained in certain things to educate them. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what ignorant okay. means. Ignorant, <laughs> ignorant yeah. means you don't know. So, so you can use that I word. Nicely, I really need to say ignorant. I meant to take out uh-huh. some right, of the right, right. So we know who I'm talking about. That's just different. Right, right. That's just different. Because we're all ignorant of something. Because the more I learn, right, right, right. you know, the more I learn, the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know. And I'm fine with that because I'm a forever student. Right. But then you have some people that are ignorant. And that's just going to be the nice way I say it because I'm working on precision mm-hmm. and language. I got to get this stuff down because Amen. some days it's yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah. when yeah. you recognize when you start start talking about being disrespected in situations, first identify what's going on with you t- internally. Okay, why do I even feel disrespected about this ignorant stuff? Okay, now that I yeah. recognize why, let me do what I have to do to process it to the best of my ability. Let me seek consultation with someone because if you're the smartest person in your circle, how about you change your circle? Period. I meant that. Crunch, 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 crunch. Period. <laughs> if you are the smartest person in your circle, you need to change your circle. Someone should know a little bit more about something than you. So Somebody needs to know something more than you in one area so, or another. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, okay, you, you ask me about ABC and D, oh, I got you all day long. You ask me about this, I know something. But if you really want to get into it, I'm going to I'm going to send you right on over here to this sister, this brother. They got you. <laughs> and right. then we can talk about it later. Right. <laughs> you right. know, because right. I don't need to right. be an expert on all things. It's okay. It's okay. Right. But when I realize that I have my consultation, because sometimes the situation might not have even changed. I had this sister tell me this one time, say, ain't nothing changed here but you. And I was like, what? Right. What? And then I thought about <laughs> everything that happened. The stress, right. and I was like, "You was cool like a cucumber." That don't what? I'm I'm good. But when I thought about it, I mean, I had to really, I yeah. had to have a moment. I had to pray and meditate. Right. Like, wait a minute, this yeah. person really is not doing anything that they had not been doing for the longest. But today just was not the right. day for that person with me. Right. And right. that was just because right. things had shifted for me. I still had to tell them about mm-hmm. myself. Don't get me wrong, man. They, mm-hmm. they still had to get it, but it wasn't my usual professionally funky way. They got a little bit of Brooklyn, with it. and mm-hmm. they needed that in their life for that day. That's just how I felt. Uh-huh. But I had to recognize that it wasn't all them. Certain things with me had shifted. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. you, you recognize hey. that, then I can work on the whole disrespectful part. So I'm going to come in this meeting. We will call this meeting. And guess what? I will acknowledge that this is the part right here 
my delivery might have been a little bit off this time, but it does not negate the fact that these things are out of order, and we still need to work on it. But unfortunately, that little situation, I got to undivide the attention because some people, that's all they understand is ignorant stuff. That's well, you know, okay, so so that that that's leading me to another place, right? Because I, I'm uh-huh. the respecting is, is killing me, and I, I really see, in my opinion, a lot of disrespect on the black woman from the black man, and, and it, it it bothers me. Ooh. It bothers me more than I have been real open about saying, and it's like. It has to be addressed, um, and I want to be as as PG as possible, correct? No, but this big mama talk. It, it ha- Stay with the chest. Stay with the chest. Stay with the chest. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying so hard to be like, you know, brothers, we need more respect out of you. We need more decency out of you. And I don't want to hear, you know, oh, that's you being sensitive. No, I'm not. I'm really not that sensitive. I fight battles every day. I fight oppression every day. I know what sensitive is, and I am not. You know, I, I deal with, with all kinds of crazy, dangerous, whatever kind of situations, and I do it with a cool, calm head, and I'm okay. But what I'm not getting is enough respect from the menfolk, and it, it, it bothers me, you know, and I, I really I want to know, are we not – I say we, but I'm really speaking by myself. Are we not demanding enough respect? You know, are we are we not acting respectful or respect worthy? Are we, you know, what is causing these disrespectful moments, times, and places and spaces? Because I needed to stop. So I, I'm here asking those kind of questions. How in the world can I get more respect? out of the menfolk you know how do I get you to pay more attention to what is decent and what is in order and what is the proper way to handle situations and I'm not getting that dear sister okay, I'm I not think, I believe it would be beneficial to give an example so okay. this classic is like, example for me a lot of this is coming some of this music like my brain cell, my my brain cells just can't take certain stuff, so I just cut it off. Let me tell you, you something. Know, but I have been listening to country music. You know, no, I have been listening to country music. Now that's a crying shame. I know all the songs to the top ten country hits: Garth and and Brooke and all them, Old Dominion and Florida Georgia Line, all them, all of them. I listen to it, okay? Um, I'm an 80s baby, okay? I believe in I'm going to walk you home from school. I'm going to hold your books. I'm going to do – I believe in that. That that was a part of our reality. You know, I'm going to make mm-hmm. you uh, a love tape off the radio. That means you got to stand there and wait for the love song <laughs> to play on the radio and then hurry up and press yep. record on your <laughs> – okay? Yep. I know I'm old. You ain't got to tell me. I know I'm old. But my thing is, have I gotten, have values gotten old? Has decency gotten old? You know, uh, that that's my question. 
because how in the world I was like, okay, wait, you need an independent woman who a perfect size eight. She got to weigh six figures. She got to have her nails hair done. Y'all don't even know how much time that takes. I don't want to go to the parlor and spend all my day sitting in that parlor getting my nails and hair done. And then we got to do all this, and you don't know my name? Before I jump out this plane, what's your name? I'm like, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So it's like that is disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? And, and we have to get past where that's going to be okay. And and then, you know, I need the little mamas out there listening to know not only is it not okay, don't you do it either. Don't sit there and be disrespectful on the radio because if you're sitting there, I had this conversation today, kind of irritated me, but it's hard to sit back and demand A1 treatment when everybody else is good with C's and D's. And, of course, I'm like, well, if you're okay with a C, then go over there with the C's and be be okay yeah. with what you get, you know what I'm saying? But then at the same time, I'm like, dang, you know, this, this wasn't no Joe Blow individual. This is someone who had what I would call credentials and this, that, and the other, and you still want to do the minimum but get the maximum. I think that's well, not decent. And that also going back to self-esteem. Men have depression. Mm. Men have low self-esteem. Men, men have issues living up to what is their perception of being a man. Yeah, you just said some words. Here you are, so, saying the word. They, they have those things going on just as much. and Yes, they do. A part of them, a part, well, with the brothers I've worked with, a big part is not wanting someone to see them fighting their way through so they can bloom again. But mm-hmm. that sister that's watching you fight your way through while she's fighting her way through, she might grab your yeah. root and y'all become, become stronger together. Yeah. But you won't know yeah. that if you want to sit there and act like nothing is wrong with you and all that person will yeah. get from you is the anger. You know, yeah. you may not. Yeah. Some brothers don't feel as if they are in a position to be equally yoked to that person. But guess what? Maybe that person needed you for balance. And the balance right. is you praying for that person when they can't pray for themselves. Yeah. You know, yeah. you having your eyes to the yeah. street because they are so busy loving on this one, this one, and this, that that extra protection that person needs, you have that on them where they can't yep. do both. So yeah. there are very, um, there are a lot of things that can be done that are needed to balance out relationships. And until you have that open communication, you won't know. Correct. You won't know. Correct. Like some, and don't some men think feel that like, we oh, don't want to have a conversation. Because we do, <laughs> you know. Or we if we, we really do. You know, I, I, have to, uh, I have to buy this type of ring, and they have to have this, and they have to have that. When in actuality, you know, we'll take a $10 ring. <laughs> Let me Let's tell you go something. buy the property together. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell Let's you something. 
I will wear your Cracker Jack ring. I swear I will. Because I don't care what the ring is made of, as long as its intention towards me is what it says, a promise ring, a wedding, an engage. Oh, I, I swear I wear a Cracker Jack ring. You could get me a bread twist and tie it up and put it up there. I need you to understand, I'm going to show everybody, okay? Any feeling, look how creative he is. Oh, don't you just love this? And they be like, girl, you're going to be okay. That's some love right there. She can't even see that's a bread tie, you know? Mm-mm. Now, that thing looks like the biggest rock in the world. Why? Because it's yours. Why? Because you gave it to me. So, you know, Stop thinking that you have to be have everything in order, have, have everything done. It just has to be in order. It don't have to be done. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? There, There's always something to do. I just need you to start and be in order. I need you to be honest. I need you to, to, to be, you know, be who you say you are going to be, you know, uh-huh. and then live up to it. You know, I, I, I need your actions to match your words. You can't be like, ooh, I, I love you, I respect you, but your actions are not showing that. Your actions are almost opposite to that. That's not going to work. That's not, not going to work. That's not going to produce positivity. That's, that's not what it's about. All right. So we, we got to get mm-hmm. what is decent and what is in order. We have to create that. And then, you know, for my women folks, <laughs> And I, I say women folk. It's not really just women folk. It's for people that believe in decency and order. You have to understand everybody may not have been brought up on the same values that you were. And so, and this is something I've had to tell myself over and over again. Everyone doesn't know like you know. Everybody doesn't think like you think. Everybody has not, you know, blended in and done this Everybody hasn't done their work. So don't get upset when you see that people still struggling to get this work done. You know, everybody's not done. Everybody has not committed the time, energy, values to spend working on themselves. So we're at different levels of this game, you know, and because of that, um, it, it may seem like somebody ain't trying at all, when they may have been putting their all into it, you know what I'm saying? You'd be like, man, you ain't trying nothing. They may have given everything they got to it. But, you know, because we grew up in different types of surroundings, ideas, values, it looked different. And we spoke about that before, the importance of meeting people where they are. Now, no one is telling you to stay there. No one is saying that. Correct. But meeting someone where they are is just understanding just what you said, that we're at different levels right here. But if the goal is to get to the store, if you got on rollerblades, skateboard, whatever, you need to at least still be going in the same direction because the same store is at the same location all the time. Yes. And then how about this? Be honest about your goals. Be honest about your goals. Because I have found usually when two people are not getting along or not understanding each other, they were never on the same page, never. They never had, you know, they were never agreed that this is where we're going and this is what we're doing, you know. And so 
what happens is if you never spoke about it, never agreed on it, you're never going to get to the same place. You know, you talking about going to the store, they'll meet you at the mall. You know, like, I thought I said the store. Well, the mall is a store to me. You know what I'm saying? And so now we all the way off, you know. So we have to really, really sit, take the time ahead of time. Um, I want to get back into the organizations if we can for just a second. Sure. And, and, and the reason why I want to is because I don't want to, I don't want to leave that open. I want to really kind of close this door. Um, If you feel as if things are out of order, then chances are they are. You know, you don't have to overly justify this. Don't let somebody talk you into, oh, well, that's just this. No, no, no. If it bothers you, if you can feel it in your heart, in your spirit, then don't hesitate to say and or pull up and be like, hey, wait a minute. What is this? You know, because that's the only way things can get fixed. You know, some somebody has to be the one to say, "Hey, look, this is broken. This is broken. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy it. I don't, I don't like it. It's not set up. It don't, it don't work. My favorite phase. This don't work for me. You know, because I don't want to call somebody wrong. I'm just gonna say it's not right for me. So you know, let let's work on that. As an organization, we need to put some things in place so that there isn't a question of how things are to be handled in the future. In the future, now we know you go through X, Y, and go through the class. How about that? You know, um, and then and then we don't have to worry about no questions and what is this and where you at and what you doing and that. we don't have to go through all that. Um, and when things are in decency and order, they're done. You know, on personal relationships. Be honest about your status. <laughs> Be honest about who you are and what you're doing in the middle of that because that's going to let us know what, what's going on and what should be going on. And then, and then, ooh, ooh, then comes the big word. The big word starts with an A. Accountability. Accountability. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Something like that. How do we then, in turn, make people accountable? How do we do that? How how do we go and say, okay, you know, we, we you did this wrong. There's better ways to do it. This is the policy. This is now the new policy. Now what? How do we? How do you begin to hold people accountable for their words, their actions, their anything? That's when you have to hold those meetings. That's when you have to have those uncomfortable conversations. That's when you have to have third mm-hmm. parties involved. You know? Yes. Um, like with us, we we have chief, <laughs> you know. We have brother chairman. Yes. We have those active members that we can go to. So if something is yes. off, let's have a conversation. Because like, sometimes it's just simple miscommunication. Because someone may be a part of something thinking, oh, you know, oh, Oh, I'm just a guest. I'm just a guest. Okay. Now, guess what? You out of order. And the reason why you're out of order is just really because whoever invited you did not go through the proper channel. So it's not mm-hmm. that you can't do it. It's just that we just didn't go through the proper channels because we have four other people waiting in the cut. 
to their opportunity, yes. they actually put the work in. Yes. Yes. So, you know, yes. at that it's, point, I mean, it's not that, hurtful. That's everything. Yeah, because you may have the beautiful to offer, and what we would want to do is pair it up with the other person because this person over here may have the same um, ideology. So if that's the case, then why not work on it together so you don't have to reinvent the wheel? Right, right. right. And, again, again, all of this goes into accountability, doing what you say you're going to do, you know, uh, following policy, because if there's a policy in place, that means this has come up before. That <laughs> that means we already know how this is going to end. You know, we, we know that this may be a problem. So let's just go ahead and, and put this in place so we don't have to worry about it no more. So chances are if we have a policy, that means it's been done incorrectly before. And we can find better ways to handle it. And most effective agencies and organizations, they do have a policy, policies and procedures, you know. Why? Yep. So we don't or, have or this just type about of thing. everything. Or just yeah. about everything, okay? <laughs> they, they will read and, and the right. No one is saying that there's no room for growth, there's no room for change. It's just saying that right now, this is the current policy and procedure so we can prevent this right. foolishness that happened over here from happening now. Yep. Yep. That's all it yep. means. Yep. 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 So, and, 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 you know, I find mm-hmm. when people listen to policy and procedure, when they listen to decency and order, we tend to have a better outcome. You know what I'm saying? That that's when people are like, oh, okay, I see, I get it. I you know, maybe this, maybe that, whatever. But when when there's resistance, it's like, wait a minute now, this is how this is how it turns this is how mistakes, like you said, or misunderstandings turn into disrespect. You know, because it's like, wait, what, yeah. you know, knowing that that causes trauma or, and, and issues and stuff, you still are determined to do it that way. Okay, you know. So the question is, you know, do you really have respect for what's going on? Look, I want to remind everybody, this is the People's Black Panther Party radio. This is me and Mama Kita doing this radio program. This is what we do. We talk, we build, we grow, we we enjoy ourselves. But this is not just for us. This is for anyone that would like to join in. All you have to do is press 1. That lets me at the switchboard know, hey, I'd like to join into the conversation. I have something to add. And we we allow for that, okay? Um, we want to be open. We want people to add. We want to understand different perspectives and everything like that. So don't hesitate to press 1. That lets me know, hey, I want to join in the conversation. I want to add some things I've experienced and everything, because really we don't know all of the answers. What we're sharing is what we've seen and what we've felt and what we've experienced. And so um, we would love to hear some additional information if if, if um, there is one that wants to add to that. So I just want to make sure that we put that out there. Sorry, it's at 851. But <laughs> but we got to rolling, and that's how we roll. But don't hesitate to log in and let us know 
and, you know, press that one. And, and you know, we want to share in these conversations um, because all of this is done for the benefit of our community. That's what we're trying to work on. That's what we want to grow. So, you know, we, we love to hear information about it. We want to be, you know, clear, right, and exact, and be able to share with people um, a number of perspe- uh, perceptions, a number of them. So I just wanted to put that out there real quick. Um, so, so Sister Makita, I know I, I was and I am still working on um, not taking offense to other people's lack of decency and order. Um, what what other words do you have to share with that? You know, because I know me taking offense don't change nothing. So, <laughs> so what what would you suggest when you're like, you know, really just like, man, I just can't shake this. This is this is not decent. This is not how things are supposed to be. So, how, what what are your words you of suggestion to. in that? In a situation like that, I would encourage you to identify whether or not that person even realized that their actions mm-hmm. were disrespectful. So, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if they don't know their actions are disrespectful, it doesn't matter what you say or do. It's not going to matter right. because they don't see. And sometimes right. they will take a third party to say something because somewhere yes. along the line, your communication with that person may have got, it might just get lost. It might be the delivery. Who knows? Right. So you may right. need that impartial third party that's going to say, "Listen, you know, I'm going to tell you when you're wrong, and I'm going to tell you when you're wrong." So okay, let's start. Right. <laughs> let's figure out what the problem is, right. and let's work towards the solution. Because that's what we're always trying to do is to find yes. some form of a solution. It doesn't have to be perfect, but we need to be actively working towards something. And Correct. our ability to agree to disagree and being able to let That's the right. younger people see how we handle those situations. No one yes. is saying it's perfect. There's nothing perfect. We're not trying to say that at all. We would not test a lie to you like that. <laughs> and I, I what we are <laughs> is that there are some situations. And in some of these situations, we just have to handle it differently because Correct. it may be He's saying something to someone to say, you know, well, sister, did you know this? Or brother, did you know that? But then they'd be like, wow, well, it did come up, but I, I didn't see it. But now that you've explained it to me, it's the same thing when right. we have kids. We can sit there and tell our exactly. child the same thing 50 times. I promise you I have. And I will say yeah. it, and I will say it. And then here comes some somebody else that they just love because they're bubbly who will say the exact same thing that I already said 15 times. And they will right. act like it's brand new. And you will watch right, this person right. glow up. Like, oh, my goodness. I didn't think of that. Right, right, right. Like, I will hit you with both of these grooms. Like, what do you mean? But when yes. we understand that that's just how some people are, we don't take offense to it. I'm not even going to – my children, my children do certain things. I'm not even taking offense. Why? They're grown women. Yeah. You know, when we yes. had, they, yes. they're being trained. But you're a grown woman over yes. here, and it's going to be certain things that you do that I'm just not going to like. But there are yes. consequences to your yes. actions because you're grown women. Yeah, and you know? I have to treat you with decency and order because, you know, yeah. I have an adult child, and I don't get to just walk up in the house and be like, 
uh, Solomon, you ain't clean your room. You ain't, I, I don't, chances are the room is already spotless, but I don't get mm-hmm. to do the, the mama checks in, in, in the apartment that he pays bills in. And so it's like, that's part of the decency in order. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At now, back when he was a child, yeah, I had room inspection. I'm checking on this. I'm checking on that. But as they grow, then no, that that's not that now is out of order. You know what I'm saying? And so um, the decency in order does change. It changes with the relationship of the person. It changes. You know, there are lots of things that can make that change. Go with the change, but make sure you understand what the policy is. You know, this is why organizations have policies. You know, so they can say, hey, look, in this organization, we don't do this, period. You know, and whether that's your personal thought or not, we have just stated, for the record, we don't do it. So you got to find another way to handle that situation. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, You know, I think it was important to come on the air and share words, and, and give people the idea of how to get past some of these issues. How do we get past the feelings of disrespect? How do we get past the point where we feeling like the men folk not really doing what they can do? They're not doing what they should do. You know, how do we go about expressing and asking for more and, and in some cases demanding more? You know, how do we go about recognizing that we may have been the ones actually selling it short. You know what I'm saying? So um, there there are a couple of things that I hope people are hearing when they hear this program and and things that they're taking in as they realize, hey, this is this and that's that. Which, when you mentioned previously about the inspection with your son, okay, that's yeah. a part of growing pain. And growing pains are real, whether they're in your household or not. Um, We can look at it from a flip perspective. Like as a child, as an adult child, you don't get to question me about where I go and when I come back. (laughs) You know, you don't get to question me about who's at my house and you don't get to pop up when you feel like it. I might be entertaining. And, you know, so and that's part of the growing pain. So when you look at that in a... I'm thinking of this other organization, but from an organizational perspective, it took time for us to work out the kinks, the lumps, yes. before we were able Very to run so. smooth. So I will look at some of yes. this as some of the lumps. You know, before you get mm-hmm. that really good cornbread that you make it from scratch, you know, you got to whip it a minute. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. you got to blend it a minute yes. in order for it to, to get just the way you want so that it can bake up and be tasty, you know? So, but when you first start, it's rough. It's lumpy. It's lumpy. One side is smooth, like all that's going on over here, and then all this other stuff coming in, it pops on the floor. It it can be a little messy until you're able to smooth those things out. So this is an opportunity to learn how to smooth those things out. That's right. So That's right. and, And you we we you have to understand you that speak in truth. Certain situations, it, it may not even have been 
their intention to be disrespectful until they were called on it because they didn't think it was. Because some, some people are just so used right. to doing stuff a certain way that they yep. forget that when you're in an organization, you're operating together. You right. know, you, yeah. you get this thing is doing this part, this part is doing this, Miss Big Mama's house is doing this part, but we're operating together as a hand to do our part in the community. Right. right. That's right. That's yeah. right. And, you know, even when things change, how about that? Mm-hmm. When things change, you have to be okay understanding that there's a different level of expectation. You know, like, we're, we're, none of us are children. None of us are children. Um, but I am expecting a certain level of language out of every officer and every member of, you know, the People's Black Panther Party. Now, I'm not saying you got to be squeaky clean and you can't fuss and cuss and blah, blah, blah. But I need you to understand when you're doing that, you're representing me. And, and I'm real sensitive to that, okay? So, you know, we have to always be aware that what is considered decent and in order changes. It can change with your position. It can change as expectations change. Um, so understand that things that used to work may not work no more, you know, and there's nothing wrong with having to make certain adjustments, you know, without taking yes. it personal. This is true. Without taking it personal, understand changes do come up. And if you do take it personal, it's not the end of the world. At one point, you're going to have to get over it if it's for the greater good. Yes. 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 It's just that simple. You know? And sometimes I say, I'll I'll be okay, meaning (laughs) be. Yeah. I've had situations in some other organizations. It was like, okay, well, I had in my mind, I'll be here to the end of the year. <laughs> Why? When, it, when right. it's time for these um, positions to be renewed or whatever, I'm not doing it, but I can still do something yeah. in the background with this person. But I know I'm yeah. not going to play this particular role because of however, whatever yeah. personal values I have to whatever I disagree with. But I'm still looking at the greater good. There's another place where I can shift and put my energy. Uh-huh. And sometimes that's what we uh-huh. have to do. Uh-huh. You know, and then there, there was something that was just like, all right, now, <laughs> my time is up here. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. give you my last little 2%, yeah. and I'm going to go and sit down over here because yeah. that needs to be worked out. <laughs> and, and it's not the yeah. end of the world because there's so much to be done that and it is enough yeah. for everyone to do. We mm-hmm. just have to figure out Absolutely. what needs to be done, how we're going to do it so that way it can be effective and provide solutions mm-hmm. for the community. I probably, Absolutely. Just like I mentioned with the job previously, if I was so if I was <laughs> concerned a little bit about what other people have to say about me, I would never get anything done. Okay. I would yeah. never yeah. get anything done. When I say I'm a queen, yeah. I just don't. I don't care what you say. Am I harming my patient? Right. No, right. you mad because I got on black polish instead of purple to go with my blue now? <laughs> so what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. I'm sure how much okay. I don't care. I'm wearing sandals in the rain. That's how much I don't care about what you say. 
<laughs> because it's not about me. It's about my baby. Right. And I've done it so right. much that some people are just used to that. And I'm right. not going to allow you to affect my response in a situation by causing me to react. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to react to that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the best response is just no response. And, and let, let's talk about that it reaction. Because that reaction can get everybody messed up. You know, I, I, I am not even a joke. I wish I could act holier than now. I am sometimes, and other times I'd be like, you know what, I'm tired today, though. And so that means everybody gets it. But, um, yeah, we, we have to, you know, be clear on that aspect right there, uh, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, because you but can catch trouble. that something is going yeah. on with you. But you're also recognizing yeah, that something is going on with you. Recognizing right. that something is yeah. going on with you. So yeah. I'm usually yeah. not with the sugar. But there there are some yeah. days I'm like, okay, now, I was, I was smiling up until yeah. I got to this door. So yeah. when I cross yeah. this door, yeah. if you with the sugars today, I'm with it too. Okay. And most people can't take that when they're used to you just being like, whatever, next. Come on, let's do right. this. Right. You got what? Whatever. Next, give me my thing. Let me. They're so used to you doing that and not even yes. responding that those days when you are with the sugar, it can not be nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it can be very and, uncomfortable. And, and you know, for the other part. And, and we can, <laughs> and, and we can be actually mad and going off on somebody who has no clue about what you're talking about. Yeah. You can be mad, mm-hmm. irritated, yelling, fussing, cussing, calling them everything but a child of God, and they don't even know you exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, really, who are you hurting at this point? At this point, this is when people start to look silly. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You want to go off on this person. They don't even know you alive. They don't know nothing about yeah. you. But yet you still want to cause commotion, and I understand you mad, and, and you can even justify it, and you can say this, that, and the other. But even in response to those types of situations, are you being decent? Are you in order? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so we still mm-hmm. have to, even when you think you have a right, you still have to ask yourself, is this decent? Mm-hmm. Even when you discussed accountability before, a part of accountability mm-hmm. is recognizing when you're wrong. And when you're wrong, be a man or woman enough um, to apologize, to seek, seek forgiveness in it. I was out of order because of yeah. ABC and D, and for that I apologize. Let's see how we yeah. can work on it so it doesn't happen again. You know, yeah. And yeah. most of the time, even when I'm in spaz mode, like, okay, I'm spazzing about something, and it takes a lot for me to even get there. But it's usually about, I'll just say again, about a client. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm just very overprotective mm-hmm. of my clients. That, that's just what, that just is what it is. I'm very overprotective in that area. So I have to recognize that everyone, that they're, they're not on the same level as me. This is why I'm over no. here, the green license yeah. in this to help them. So I have to go back and like, okay, now I will teach you this. 
I will yes. have this class. Ooh. I will show you, you said the word. proper protocols. Yes, teach class. I will show you the you proper said procedures. My favorite word. For liability <laughs> purposes. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I will show you what yeah. to do so that you don't get in trouble. I won't be irritated. You won't be get in trouble. The patient won't suffer, and most importantly, you will be operating within within the scope of your training and your capabilities. Yeah. Yeah. For liability. Yeah. Right. Because I, that, I like that to do no harm. idea. We're not here to I do like that harm. to teach. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We, we got to teach. We have to teach. We have to teach. We have to show people. And, and, you know, I really don't tell people. Show people, okay? That means you yourself have to get, I don't know if you've ever taught a, a child how to tie their shoes. It's so frustrating that they created Velcro. You know, little children don't even learn how to tie their shoe no more, okay, because it is the most frustrating thing in the world. You have to show them a million times how to tie their shoe. And it's, it always seems too loose. You got to redo it, bunny ears and all this. Oh, my gosh. So it's the same thing with decency and order. It's the same thing with everything, especially in our community. We are still at our learning curve. There are things in our community that everyone does not know. So we can't sit back and say, oh, you know you're not supposed to do this. Oh, you know you're not supposed to do that. We can't even sit back and say that because it's not known. Everybody doesn't. Everybody didn't have um, a mother that educated them on sometimes even the basics like cooking and cleaning. You know, everyone didn't have um, a father teach them. Oh, you hold your head up, and you know, you put your shoulders back, and you know, you walk with your head back and your shoulders up, and look around, be aware of your surroundings. Everybody in our community does not know these things. And so when it comes to decency and order, we have to get to the point where we're not only demanding it. I feel like it's my it's my obligation to demand it from you. I'm going to demand it. If it don't look right, don't feel right, I'm going to call you on it every single time. And I believe in getting stuff done. But I also understand that there's a level of education that I have to do um, directly and indirectly because – we're not all from the same um, farm. We we all did not come and, and learn the same things. You know, we all different eggs with different yolks. And so we have to understand, as a big mama, there may be some we have to pull to the side and be like, look, you're not getting this. You know, do you do you want me to explain it? You know, explain it to you further. You know, I I have you know me. I will address you. Excuse me. Do you realize that this, this, and this is happening? You know, are you aware? You know, and, and then do you understand that as this is happening, um, it's creating this domino effect of X, Y, and Z? And so it's a lot right there. And I always try to make sure I get some of that education in. But also, as a big mama, I, I don't mind swatting at you, you know what I'm saying, and and, and twisting your little <laughs> ear and letting you know, hey, this ain't going to work. 
And this is for the men folks and for my little mamas out there. I, I will pull a little mama quick. Hey, little mama, where's the rest of your clothes? You know, li- uh, li- oh, oh, I don't need that. Going back now. Going back and fix that. You know, I, I, I hang out with the holiness people. They have extra little towels and sheets to put over you and everything. So I was like, <laughs> I believe in decency and order, and I'm going to help you get it, even if that means I got to wrap you up myself. I'm going to make sure you get it. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we've both been in that position a few times. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah. also understand if you don't have. So if you don't have, Absolutely. now here's some resources. Let us help you. Yes. Because that's what we're here for. Yes. Yes. You know, not you, you know, you, you. we're here to help you. You deal mm-hmm. with the little mamas a lot more than I do. You know, God bless you. Oh, my goodness. God bless you and the work that you do with them because I would beat all of them and send them, you know, send them away. And, you know, back in the day they send you down south, you know. <laughs> you get in trouble, they will send you down south. But um, 100% uh, decency and order is something that every elder, and I, I, I hate to do this, but we got to start elder about 45, 50 now. You don't even get a chance to get up into your 60s. We need you doing elder work at 50, okay? Suck that oh, in. Lord. Okay, really think about that. Think about that. I'm like, wait a minute now. My 50s still fly. It don't matter. You, you can be fly. I need you to get this elder work in now. <laughs> and then if yep. you were under 50, I need you to be checking and making sure your stuff is decent. We had to set examples for these young people because they're yeah. always looking. They're always. always looking. So always, always. Because trust me, the type of man that I like, the type of man I will have around my family and my children is the same kind of man that my children will try to mimic because they think that's what mama like. Oh, mama like, mama like a thug. Mama like don't mind if your pants sagging. Oh, I'm going to sag mine too because I want my mama to like me. We we are training our children. We are training them. So I had, I knew from the giddy up, this is why I won't marry others. This is why I won't, there's certain things I'm just not going to do because I'm not going to promote that to my African-American boys. I want them to know, now the brother that I bring that you see, the brother that you get to spend time with and stuff like that, uh-uh. He's number one quality. He He's this in the community. He's that at home with his biologicals. He's this. And, and I got to make sure that I bring to you a good example so I can turn around and demand goodness out of you. So don't think all, you know, our families in such uh, dire strait, you know, our families, you know, I, I believe, and everybody has heard me say, I believe the black man and the black woman are the solution for the universe. We have got to get, that's how highly I think of that union. 
that this is, don't worry about education. Education will get together when we get men and women together. The children will come in line once we get that part together. Don't worry about employment because we're going to work together and we're going to have our own shops. We're going to have our own this, our own that. So I believe that that is the foundation and the answer to all of our problems. That's how high I think of the black man and the black woman. But we got to get this together, though, okay? If we're going to be changing Mm -hmm. the universe and aligning planets and everything else, you know, don't get me on my square. But if we're going to be doing all this work, we got to be righteous in our work. We got to make things happen. And everything positive happens in decency and in order, period. Absolutely. And it goes back to one of the previous shows that we had, you know, um, practicing what you preach. Well, well. <laughs> you have to do that. <laughs> Somebody toes again. Oh, well. <laughs> we have to practice what we preach. You know, we can't get, come in here and start talking all this stuff um, about the importance of counseling, clinical work, and this, this, and that. And that's not even our field. That would be so unfair. But we talk right. to you about things that we deal with every day. We yes. overstand that post-traumatic yes. slave disorder is real. We see Very it every real. day. But we also yep. know that there is a way to manage certain things and there are ways for us to be positive and to move forward yep. and be productive. Never said it was going to be easy. <laughs> but no. we know that there are things that no. we can do. And part Correct. of that is being accountable for our lifestyles, for our health. Yes. You know, I, I can't blame all the fast food places for whatever <laughs> physical issues I got going on when I keep going in there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You know, it, okay. if I don't feel like cooking, I need to you know, go, go find somebody that's, okay, let me find this vegan chef here. Let me find a vegan shop if I really have to stop okay. and get something because I don't feel like cooking or let me cook enough or prepare my meals in advance so that I can yes. fuel this vessel. Mm-hmm. That's part mm-hmm. of the revolution. Because if you can't yes, throw a punch or take a punch and bounce back, come on now. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying I'm going to whip everybody, but, but you're going to know you've been in a fight right. to come this way. Girl, Why? Because I know. put the work in to take care of me. That's right, right. Some right. people are like, if know. I don't have a weapon, nothing is going to happen. Yeah. What if yeah. you're in a situation yeah. where you don't have a weapon? What if it's just yeah. you and this person yeah. in this box? Oh, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. So these are things that we have to be responsible for, and we have to take some accountability, you know. That's right. (laughs) There are certain people in certain restaurants that's just just nasty, and you know it's nasty because you never see them eating their own food. So if I go in some place and I never see you eating what you're trying to serve me, you don't have the privilege Mm -hmm. to serve me nor take my money. Mm-mm. I'm watching you I, just like you're watching me. I saw <laughs> a, a fast food restaurant. It had a health inspection rating of 75. I said, you know what? I'm a pass. And I, I left. Mm-hmm. I was like, you Get know, I, it's 75. 
that no, 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 not my delicate system. And and see, okay, we talking about decency and order. How in the world am I going to be talking about decency and I'm not being respectful of my own body, of my own situation, of my own health, my own finances, my own anything? How in the world can I sit here and demand that other people be respectful of my situation when I'm not being respectful of it in the first place? And that's everything down to your emotional, your mental, your physical, all of that, all of that has to be in order, and we have to hold our own selves accountable for it. You know, our grandmom and grandpa, they used to live forever. <laughs> they used to live forever, did hard work, worked out in the garden forever. Boy, I don't know. I, I don't know how long I got in the garden, okay? I'd be like, is there another job I could do? Okay. <laughs> is, there, <laughs> is there another job I can do? Because I'm not, mm, it's kind of hot, you know. So um, we have to take care of ourselves just like we take care of these organizations, just like we take care of, of, of our clients. We have to take care of the total health. And don't think mm-hmm. that, the mental does not impact the physical. It does. And don't think that you can run on two plus two hours of sleep and be productive and healthy. You can't. So um, there's a lot of things when you talk about being in order. And, you know, we, we talk to ourselves first. We we got we to make yeah. sure, hey, hey, look, what about this? Mm-hmm. What about that? We're constantly checking ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's important that you align your physical and your mental wellness, <laughs> regardless of what your function is. That's very mm-hmm. important. You have to keep those things mm-hmm. aligned in order for you to continue mm-hmm. to be productive, you know. And that is part of doing things in decency and in order. I yes, can't say, oh, I need to get my Slim Juicy on, and then I'm sitting there with all these different type of milkshakes. Well, I don't do milk, but... I'm sitting here, you know, at the buffet trying to eat everything. I just can't do that. You know, I can't say I need need to work on this, and they're telling me, okay, if I get a little bit of sea moss in me, that will help with my my aches right here, my joints and stuff, and then I get it Mm -hmm. and I don't use it. <laughs> you know? Okay. 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 Again. So you have to do the decency in order, and look at That's that right. person in the mirror. So before and, I come oh, over here putting on sister, I need you to do A, B, C, and D. I'm looking at the sister in the mirror. I'm starting with her yeah. first. That's the first sister. That's the first sister. Okay, we got to work on I'm this. And see, I'm real sensitive yeah. to energy. How are you going to be? You know revolutionary one minute and then just foul seeing any and everything out next. You know, I don't, I've seen that and I'm like, wait a minute, you know, we, we want to drop knowledge, spit this, spit that, and then turn around and we chasing women. And I'm like, wait a minute, isn't that contra- contradictory to everything you just said? You know, so decency and order is also holding yourself accountable not to be contradictory to the very community we talk about serving. We're talking about serving our community, helping our community, being an asset to our community. Don't turn around in that same breath and do something that you know is detrimental to your community. So that decency and order goes all the way, all the way. 
is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't think that you can do a good deed and that good deed outweighs the, all the mess that you just caused. It does not work like that. You know, ask, ask Bill Cosby. You know, now Bill Cosby was on some next level stuff. He had some real issues, okay? But one of the things that, you know, people, oh, but he did so good. And I'm like, I understand that. But his good does not negate the bad, you know. Um, and, and everybody needs to understand that. Don't think there's no brownie points going on or anything else like that. If you have a problem, you have a problem, and you need to get that in order before you're out dealing with the community and trying to help this and say that and everything else like that. So this is why we work so hard to, to be who we are so that we can come and be of assistance, okay? But you can't be of assistance and you hand, your hands is just as dirty as the next one. So, you know, we really got to work on this, really, family. One hundred percent. As we're wrapping 100%. up, yeah. As we're wrapping up the last five minutes, Mama Makita, let me ask you: Is there anything that you want to your last little hoorah here? Is there anything that you wanted to say um, about decency and order? Tighten up. <laughs> Tighten up. <laughs> yes. I know. Like, <laughs> that's one way to say it. Yeah. We don't need, you know, we don't need you to be perfect, but we need you to tighten up, tighten up a little bit and something. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. should all be doing a little bit better tomorrow than we did today. Yeah. Tighten yeah. up. Yeah. And if if you're not trying to improve yourself, um, then you, you need to go back to the basics because something is wrong. Something's missing. Mm-hmm. If you have lost your drive to to be the best you can be, you know, because I'm telling you, that brother said, I don't know why I got to do all this. And I'm like, well, you, you want to set it up, right? And he's like, people do this every day. And I'm like, yeah, and they do it wrong every day, you know. So let's do things in decency and order so we only have to do them once. Let's do things well, in decency right. and order so you don't have to answer to, oh, I don't want to hear all this blah, blah, blah. You don't have to worry about hearing it because you've done things in proper order. You know, uh, let us be people of our word. Word is bond. Let our, let our word be everything so we don't have to have people questioning when we do say something is in decency, in order. And so, you know, um, there's a whole lot more effort that could be put into this. And I promise you, if you are a mature person and you're dealing with mature people, any efforts and steps that you put in to decency and order will be recognized. Appreciate effort. They appreciate you saying, you know what, I tried to do this, I tried to do that, maybe I didn't achieve the goal, but I I tried. You know, most people appreciate that. They say, awesome. Fantastic. I see. Uh, try a little harder. Uh, let me help you next time. Whatever. But when you can really be a person of your word, you'll find you get a whole lot more support in everything. 
because that question isn't there. So um, I hope this was helpful to somebody. I really do. I have a feeling that it was. Mm-hmm. After you get over your little hurt feelings, um, you know, I, I really want you to think about how you can put things in order, you know, how you can make it uh, better for the future so you don't have to worry about it. So you don't have to have all these big, long conversations or whatever. So, um, yeah, yeah. I want to thank everybody. Are you? Oh, that's the cue. Um, I want to thank everyone for tuning in, the people that listen on the air, the people that will listen to the show afterwards. Um, this is the People's Black Panther Party Radio. We do this every Sunday, whether it's myself, Mama Makita, Chief War or Chairman Yanga. Um, and then on Tuesday, I think the chairman has a uh, another uh, political education show. So if you can, check us out. Thank you for your time, and tune, this, tune in next Sunday. All power to the people. Power to the people.